everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Opposites React. Today is Wednesday, June 17th, 2020. Hope everybody's doing great out there. This is Tyler, of course, and I'm here with Sarah. Heyo! <laughs> yeah, we're here, of course, to talk about movies, video games, and whatever else we've been up to in the past week. So, as we normally do, we'll start with our little, probably weekly recap. Still playing the same games, you know, Apex Legends, MLB The Show 20, a little bit of Call of Duty Warzone. Animal Crossing, I guess, which I think Sarah has some big Animal Crossing news of her own to share. <laughs> um, I quit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't, Ian, especially you want to mention that you've been up to in the past week? Nope. No? Yeah, same. Uh, well, I guess we'll kind of just launch into our topic here. I have a topic that should cover most of the podcast, I think, uh, and that's going to be about, you have, You probably have a little bit more first-hand knowledge of this than I do because you actually uh, watched it last week. Well, I, when was it? Uh, last uh, Friday? Thursday? Thursday. On the 11th. So, yeah. Whatever they loved, uh, last uh, Thursday, Thursday then, yeah. Uh, was the, uh, what they call it, the PlayStation 5 reveal event. I mean, did they have a name for it? I don't even it? think it was a state of play. I think it was just a thing. No, it wasn't a state of play. It was just its own thing, but okay. So they showed off a bunch of new trailers, game releases, uh, a little bit of, did they, they talk about like specs and hardware a little no. bit? No, it's literally just a picture of the console was the ending. And they showed, and, well, they the showed controller? the controller, controller and some of the yeah. controller specs, I guess you could right. say. And they called, and so it said, so what was it for the last couple of generations? They've called the Dual Shock, Dual Shock control. Now it's called Dual Sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What, from what I read online, uh, I just noticed a couple of things that said to me. I think the uh, triggers have like that haptic feedback now. Yeah, like Xbox controllers right. have had. And uh, is it still going to have like a uh, microphone built into it? I believe so. Yeah, it's so all the standard stuff. They're not, they're not changing the layout at all. Like I'll no see buttons, analog sticks, all the stuff's the exact same. I think I mentioned you earlier. I thought they were changing the. Uh, the share button. It's still the same button, but they're renaming it from share to create. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I have a list up here of the... Apparently, there's 28 games that were listed or revealed. Or, well, not all revealed. A lot of these were already uh, known, but maybe a little more information or, or gameplay footage yeah. given for some of these. So, starting off with the... This is a list of the uh, the first party games that were announced. And I, I know I, I researched them a little bit. So I know like a little bit about each thing here well so the first one was is is astro's playroom and that, that is, looks like astrobot i'm pretty right. sure yeah so this from what i read online this is going to be a, like a free pack in with every new ps5 like it's already built okay, into the so it's like it was when you bought the vr right set. so it comes with the system yeah yeah um next was the uh demon souls re yes. remake i guess you want to call it remaster is, there, is it just remaster i can't see them redoing anything well, re- when I think remaster, I think like all they're doing is sort of like doing a graphical overhaul, remake. Yeah, that's what I think so, it so is. So they're not changing the gameplay at all. I don't think all. they are okay. at all. Why would you? It's the best souls. Fight me. <laughs> uh, next game is called Destruction All Stars. Oh, yeah, that looked like. I believe it's poo-poo. a vehicular combat type game. Yeah, yeah. yeah when cool. I first saw the title, I thought it's just like a PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale type thing with cars. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Grand Turismo Seven. I mean, anybody who knows. Yeah. It looked like beautiful racing. I think I was surprised when I read online. I know they had, what was it, Gran Turismo Sport came out mm-hmm. a couple years ago, I think. That was the last one, wasn't it? But, well, so the last, like, Gran Turismo 6, the last number one in the series was seven years ago. Yeah. That's how long they've gone between numbered entries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'll be, there's always GT fans. Like, yeah. They uh, need to have their, yeah, their niche, their own yeah. little, yeah. Uh, probably the, the biggest one that people are looking forward to, I think, uh, at least I am on this list, probably is uh, Horizon Forbidden West, the Horizon that's the Zero only, Dawn yeah, sequel. That's yeah, that's like one, the one of two games that I'm excited for that in Demon's Souls and that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I think I think I read online they're confirmed like this this is like a direct uh, uh, yes. sequel to the first game it's not like it's a prequel or anything and they're not doing anything thank any, goodness because the just... next game this game coming up was misleading 
Well, are you talking about Spider-Man? Yeah. So Mar- it's called Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Made by Insomniac, so the same team that made the Spider-Man game from a couple, two years ago? Was it two years two ago? Two years ago, yeah, yes. Two years that the, that other one came out, which was really good. I really liked that Spider-Man game. It was terrible. So, so assuming that they're keeping the gameplay and everything. So when I read online, this is more of an expansion than yes, it is like gonna, a full I'm sequel. I'm pretty sure I read yeah. it's going to be like the main game plus a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. So it, people thought, oh, it's going to be the next game. And no, it's not at all. I mean, for anybody who watched that Into the Spider-Verse movie that came out a couple of years ago, you know, that's when they introduced the Miles Morales yeah. character from the comics. And uh, he's a cool character. So, I mean, it's cool to see him. Get yeah, I just don't like how they marketed it. They didn't sure, say, like, hey, sure. this is just a little wee bit more. Um, another one here from Insomniac. And this might be one of the best-looking games that I saw from the show, uh, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. Yeah, that's the only I mean, one I think had gameplay. The Ratchet games always look good. This yeah. one looks like really good. Looks funky. Um, <laughs> I read interesting enough. I read online. That I think again, this is a sort of like a direct sequel to the 2016 Ratchet and Clank. That yeah, they, I believe they made. so. Yes. Yeah, so that and was like a remaster. Of the, uh, that was like a restart. Yeah, a yeah, reboot kind of. Yeah. Um, and then this one you can actually play as a female Lombax. <laughs> oh, really? Can you? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if she has a name. I didn't see what her name was, and if, if it was revealed in the. Uh, still, it's trailer, nice to change yeah. it up. Uh, the next one uh, is called Returnal. Not a lot of info on this one yet. It's being developed by Housemark. Is that the one that looks like a Mass Effect clone? This is the one that I don't know. The trailer just kind of gave off a big sci-fi vibe. Yeah. Uh, anything by sci-fi. So <laughs> it's it's, it's made by the studio that did like uh, they did uh, a Resogun. Remember Resogun that oh, came out at the start yeah. of the PS4 cycle? Yeah. Okay. That was like that was like a twin stick shooter. So yeah. this seems more like a more elaborate like story based game. Different. So we'll see how this goes. And then Sackboy, a big adventure. Yeah, Lucas liked this one. <laughs> Obviously a, a Sackboy from Little Big Planet. Yeah. Now this isn't a uh, this isn't like Little Big Planet four and like that. This is a separate thing. This is a three D platformer. Right. Like. It's because yeah. so, so, all this all the Little Big Planet games have been like two D. Yes. And this is the first time you have like a three D world. To I, explore, I assume so. it still has to create options though. Like, I would imagine. Yeah. But yeah. So again, that'll be so so it's a decent. Like first party list. I mean, you have. I mean, obviously, Demon Souls will be exciting for those fans that want to play that again. Uh, GT Seven for this for the racing fans. I mean, probably everybody look forward to Horizon. The Spider Man fans like me look forward to the Miles Morales game. I'll play the Ratchet and Clank one. It looks pretty good. Um, and I'm sure Sackboy would be a big hit for the younger uh, demographic. But my question is, are yeah. any of these system sellers to you? Day one, do you need a PS Five? The day that one, of, the day that this game releases, kind of thing. I think people that buy systems day one are not necessarily in it for the launch games. They're in it for just like the new shiny hardware. They're but what are they going to play on the new shiny hardware? Well, these games are bad. Like I'd play. Yeah. Like, but a lot of these, the Horizon's not coming out till twenty twenty one. Right. Yeah, that's not going to be a lot. Not going to be a launch game. Like the only no. one maybe is Spider Man coming out. Is your little expansion worth buying a PS five day one? Well, they're going to have a lot of. They've already. I read an article that said they're going to have a lot of crossover with like. They're just going to basically re-release games that were already on PS4 okay, and but you PS5. Have a perfectly good working PS4. Yeah. Do you need a PS5 day one? Is what I'm asking. Ray tracing, man. <laughs> you don't even <laughs> I have see a... them raise. No, you don't need to see the raise. Or the better sound that apparently comes with this the new new sound chips. You wear they headset. Have. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyways, just um, saying, none of these games are like kaboom day one purchase. IMO. Uh, in the next list of uh, PS5 games that are from third-party publishers and developers, um, I don't have info on all of these. I, I remember looking up online. A lot of these are still pretty early in development. Like they're not going to be out in 2020 or maybe even like early 2021. But um, first one's called uh, Bug Bug Snacks. Yes, I did Bug read Snacks. about this one. Yeah, I didn't. I don't remember a lot about reading about this one. It's I don't, know, I don't recognize the developer either. Young Horses, but apparently it's supposed to be like. Um... It plays like Ape Escape, if you've ever played like okay. an Ape Escape right. game. There's like a hundred of these bug snacks you're supposed to just kind of live with and f- capture and 
and you're supposed to also look for somebody at the same time. I don't know, but okay. it look it's it's a cute, it's cute. Uh, the next couple of games are uh, both from Bethesda. Um, I don't I don't know if that means they probably. I don't know if they're developed by Bethesda. I'd have published. to say no, not. Oh, the one, no, the one definitely isn't. I recognize these now. I know I recognize these games now. Sorry, I didn't have <laughs> my. I had a list on my computer at work that I meant to like print off or email to myself. You didn't do. Well, I can't get back on my server right now, oh. so I can't pull up the list. But I'm doing this from memory here. So the first one I remember seeing a trailer for this was it last year's E3 or, or no, like last year's Bethesda show. I can't remember. It was called Death Loop. Remember that one? Yes. I think that's the one where you had, like, the trailer. I remember the trailer showed, like, two people, like, chasing each other down, having, like, a gunfight, and then one died, who, as the title implies, you kind of, like, loop back and, and do it all over again. Yes. So, um, this looks interesting. I mean, it, it's it's Arcane Studios. They're the ones right. that did, like, the Dishonored games. And, uh, what else? Oh, they did that. Woefully didn't they, didn't they do the new, the new Prey game, I think? They yes, did? they did. Yeah. Yeah, so they're a good studio. I think it'll be a good game. Uh, and the next one, Ghostwire Tokyo. I remember right? that one from the Bethesda That's conference. the Shinji Mikami one. Yes. Yeah. So that'll be a... Uh, I don't remember too much about the gameplay for this one. If it's just like a... Is it a single-player like single game? I or is it like so. a co-op thing? Like an adventure. No? I don't know. Okay. Like uh, the next one. I just remember this one being hyped up at... What was it? The Game game Show Awards last year or whatever? And Godfall? That was like the... The Ubisoft one. No, it's... Is it Ubisoft? Godfall is well, Ubisoft. Oh, it's being published by Gearbox. Is it? Is it not? Okay, it says maybe Gearbox I'm wrong. on here. Oh, oh this is a. F- this is okay. This I'm is wrong. Sorry. I'm thinking Gods and Monsters. Right. Sorry. Uh, the Godfall was like the only PS5 announced. Right. At. Uh, and it's supposed to be like a. Oh, I looked up the term for it earlier. Is it a uh, looter, loot slasher or something? I think they call it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it has its own term. Yeah. It's, it's just like looter. Um, I don't remember this one. You Slash. Remember, sh- I can't remember. Do you remember Goodbye Volcano High? Remember what that is about? It sounds like an indie thing, but yeah. I, don't re- I, don't rec- I don't recognize the developer name. K O Op, Co Op. No. I don't know. Okay, uh, and then obviously, so GTA Five G- and Grand Theft Auto Online are going to be on PS Five. Oh, of course. Uh, they print that money. I read online. Yeah, they said that the GTA Five yeah. stuff is supposed to have um, extra like content, though. Like, like I what? don't know if it's story oh. or online, but they said extra stuff. Like they had the main three guys in the trailer. So uh, right. I have to assume that maybe it's more okay. single player stuff. All I know is that I read online that when it, I, is this confirmed for launch for no. PS5 launch? Oh, but they're saying that whenever it comes to, whenever it comes to PS5, um, Grand Theft Auto Online, they're gonna release that as a standalone thing for the first three months of the launch cycle. Oh, cool! So for the first three months, if you don't even if you don't want to buy GTA 5 or don't already have a, I'm assuming they're gonna have some kind of a program if you already had it on PS4. I think you can. You think so? I don't know. They said something about, like, if you already had it on PS4. I'm, I'm saying, I mean, you could probably play the PS4 copy on the PS5. That's what I'm we saying. We hope. Yeah. Uh, but it, you'll be able to play GTA Online as a standalone, it sounds like. At least for free for the first few months. That's what so. people do anyway. Exactly. Uh, Hitman 3. Big yeah. One. Big. yeah. I'm happy that's still alive. I know, eh? Yeah, that's a good series so far. Especially for all the giant bomb yes, content. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't remember much about this next one, but you can tell me Jet the Far Shore. Uh, Super Brothers is the developer. It sounds familiar. Super Brothers. Uh, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery. No, I'm not thinking about that. I, think, I don't know. Okay, I don't remember this one. How about Kina, Bridge of the Spirits? Nope. I don't remember that one. Little Devil Inside? Nope. <laughs> I don't recognize this developer either. Uh, NBA 2K21. That's obvious. Everybody knows what the 2K games are like for NBA. Uh, there's a new Oddworld game? Oddworld Soulstorm? Yes. Interesting. Like, brand new game, I assume? I like think it. so. Yeah. I don't recognize the title from any of the old ones. Uh, Pragmata? Pragmata from Capcom? I don't remember it. 
Well, a lot of these games it's, it's literally got, it's got it like a horror game or something. When you have trailers just back to back to yeah, back, yeah. they all start just molding That's melding true. together. What was Project Athia? What's that? That's a Square Enix one. I remember that. Oh, one? people would have thought it was pretty. Okay. It was pretty. Uh, Resident Evil Village. Is that the name of the new one? I know. That I thought, thought someone said they'd revealed Resident Evil Eight. Is that what it's called? Resident Evil Village. I don't remember. I didn't look into this one too much. Uh, something called Solar Ash. From, mm. It's from Annapurna, so it's got to be like a visual novel yeah. type thing, like a, or one of those walking simulator type games. Yeah. <laughs> um, another another Annapurna one called Stray. Uh, a Gearbox published game called Tribes of Midgard. Sounds Viking-ish. <laughs> She's another Annapurna game, The Pathless. Okay. Going hard. Yeah. Um, so it says, I'm just being sorry, it says, we know for a fact that Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be out on PS5 this coming year. Um, and yet Sony didn't want to point it out here. I guess that's interesting. Not really. It had its own event, really. Yeah, well, they could have at least mentioned it, is what I'm saying. But eh, I mean, it's a big, be a big seller. Like this is all like new stuff, though. Really. True. True. So, what are we? What are we projecting the price point's going to be on PS5? I mean, six hundred. Sorry, that's American so, or Canadian? I'd say Canadian bucks. Six hundred Canadian. I don't, but I would assume that'd be the disc one. I assume the disc list will be like fifty dollars less or something. Right. Yeah. They are having two editions, two versions that launch. Right, a disc list version and a. I, do they both have the same storage capacity, the same hard drive space? Yeah, I think so. Or is it SSD now, is it? It has yeah. to be SSD, yep. Is it going to come with a terabyte? I believe it will be a terabyte, yeah. yes. What do you feel about the look? I like the look. I saw it for the first time sideways today. They had, <laughs> they, had, they had showed the horizontal mm. way to put your PS5. It looks like a person smirking. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is I hope it runs a bit quieter than the PS4. Yeah, because <laughs> yes, what was it a couple of days uh, ago? Uh, I heard I'm wearing headphones <laughs> doing something, and all I hear is like a jet engine coming. Uh, I'm I, like, what's I, going on outside? Uh, oh no, it's just Tyler's PS4 across the room. Something like it's gonna blow up any second. Yeah, when I, when I watch people on YouTube, whether they're playing MLB or, or Call of Duty or whatever, they all mention how they have the PS4 something is just gonna take off like a rocket yeah, ship. Yeah, like that was a problem with the original PS4. I didn't think it. Was, it was that bad on the pro. Like, I don't play anything so intensive that I'm, it does that. I'd be kind of scared to see what Last of Us 2 sounds like on oh, a PS4. Oh, man, I don't even want to know. The, uh... Don't even want to know. Uh, I, go uh, I was going to say, I uh, kind of getting off, off the PS5 topic now, but I saw that I think EA's doing an event tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when I was on Apex earlier, it mentioned that uh, I think tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern is when the... So I'm curious what kind of Apex. They're going to have Apex news. They've already said. I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Because I asked you a couple weeks ago if they had announced anything. Yeah, it's just, it's rough this year. I can't keep up with what's going on because they're so spread apart that throughout mm-hmm. June and July. And nothing and really has concrete release dates. No, like, like it's just, it's, so. it, I'm so uninvested. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, t- yeah. I'll turn, in, I'll tune into the one conference I'm excited about next week, like I mentioned last week, with all my anime <laughs> games and rpgs and stuff like that excites me but other than that i have not tuned into anything really and i'll just catch up on the news on twitter later like where i would usually be like i am sitting in my chair six hours a day watching every single conference every single piece of news and now i'm just like i can't i don't want to it's just so, so piecemeal nothing's concrete so it doesn't feel like worth watching yeah so i'll i'll catch up on the ea news after we're in a weird spot now because i feel like every year like every year leading up to a, a new system launch is always kind of weird because you're always going to have a couple of decent games that come out that year. But for the most part, people are looking forward to to the next gen. Um, 
So like, like honestly, like this year, like I said, as I've already been doing, I'm pretty much just going to keep playing Apex and MLB and, and a little bit of Call of Duty, and that'll tie me over till the winter, I guess, when the new stuff comes out. Uh, but cause, I mean, I, I haven't gotten around to Last of Us Two yet, and I've actually done a pretty good job avoiding all the spoilers and stuff online. I haven't. Are you uh, picking it up? What? Last eventually, eventually. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. But there's no reason to buy PS5 at launch. For you, especially. No, Apex you're you're right. Changing, no. MLB is staying on. Yeah, the I, I could probably wait till next year to buy one. For sure. Yeah, next. We shall see. <laughs> what do you mean we shall see? Oh, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> there, you <laughs> would buy it and just stare at it and be like, "Look, it's so pretty on my screen." I have Astro to, 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 Boy or whatever. Well, as long as I can, that, the, the big thing for me is I'd have to make sure that most stuff I play now would still work on the PS5. So I'm not going to bother being it buying a ps5 or launch if i can't play my current stuff on it but what is if it's not going to make you play any better there's no point of apex or mlb working on it it's not like the refresh well, rate's changing i mean gra- graphically the system's gonna look a bit better right no it's still 4k all oh, right it goes up to 8k now i think is what it can push up but to eventually. you don't have an 8K i know TV i know nobody I know has that. an 8k tv <laughs> well not nobody some people probably have 8k tvs all right. Well, I think I'm I'm done with the PS5 stuff. Anything else you want to say? Or no, I just I without E3, I am not feeling next generation. I have nothing to look forward to. Like, I think the only thing I'd look forward to is a new Nintendo system. That's it. I are like two years into the PS5's life cycle because all of my favorite publishers and developers usually are stuck in the last generation for multiple years before they move up. So. I have no intention of upgrading anytime soon. Okie doke. <laughs> yep. Uh, switching, transitioning to movies for a second here. Um, what was it? The previous week we spoke about Zodiac because we watched Zodiac together. And then uh, last week we watched uh, Spotlight together. We did. What was your impression of Spotlight? Mm. I like Spotlight a lot. It's such a sad story, but... If, uh, and it's another movie that I would love to read the book about mm-hmm. and get some more in-depth um, just going-ons. Yeah. I've probably seen the movie, I don't know, four or five times now, and, and every time I just I really appreciate just how well-written it is. The acting is fantastic. Pacing is really good. Yeah. It just keeps you invested the whole time. And, uh, yeah, it's got some, some tough content, to, to especially when it's based on true events. But, yes. uh, you know, it's just kind of shows... You know, it's so easy to be cynical about the world nowadays, right? You, you want to believe people are good. You want to believe the right people. That I don't want to say companies, like because we're talking about church here, but you want to believe the institutions are doing the right mm-hmm. thing, and, and more often than not, they're they're not. They're covering up stuff. They're being misleading. Well, they're going into the public too, like they're they're yeah. messing with laws and mm-hmm. stuff too, which is just yeah uncalled for. So yeah, but uh, yeah, really good movie. I definitely recommend anybody watch it that hasn't already seen it. Uh, kind of weird now so the last few movies that you well you didn't really watch dark waters with me no, but you listened but to, I listened it. to it so the last few movies that you've sort of participated with me on uh dark waters zodiac and spotlight weirdly enough they all have mark ruffalo in them do they really yeah he, he must like those movies he likes those <laughs> roles. or i like uh, yeah okay yeah i gotta figure out what to watch next though i need some other documentary-esque hmm. bad story we never got around to watching that that netflix one about jim carrey that's true or we the keep... or the mr rogers that's true yeah. too is that on streaming that is streaming somewhere it's on netflix okay yeah i don't know i need a sad story 
Um, I also watched another movie last week. Not with you. I, I watched I it. I was like, uh, what did I do last week? I pretty much watched, I watched like 95% of it in bed. Because I remember, I remember starting it one night down here. It was an Amazon, Amazon. So I started watching it down here one night after I finished playing MLB or Apex or something. And then I was like, okay, I'm too tired to watch this right now. So one night I went to bed last week and I'm like, you know, I should probably finish watching that movie. It's only like an hour and 40 minutes long or something. Only. So it's, it's something that I put on my list because it looked like, like a, Sort of like turn your brain off, dumb action movie. Oh, great. Sorry. I heard it described as like Die Hard meets. It's basically Die Hard in a soccer stadium. Okay. <laughs> so, the main premise you have is it has some decent actors in it, too, that I was intrigued by. I definitely, it was definitely going to be, I think it's a straight to, to DVD or straight to demand type film. It wasn't at theaters or anything, at least not around here, maybe two small theaters out in, you know, Europe or something. But, uh, so the movie's called Final Score. A pretty generic title to begin with. Good start. So the main character, it's um, it's Dave Bautista in the main role. Okay. He's the uh, wrestler, yep. former wrestler, and now you you know he was he was Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's had some. He was in uh, Spectre, one of the villains in, in the James Bond film Spectre. He was in um, oh, he's a small role in the Blade Runner twenty forty nine okay. movie. So he's he's I think, I think I think he's actually like as much as people love The Rock, and I understand why like Dwayne Johnson. I mean, as much as people love Dwayne Johnson, he's super charismatic and he and i think dwayne johnson's a good actor especially when i see him do some of those roles where he kind of gets out of the jokey fast and furious was type he roles when he's, or was it Vin Diesel? Well, yes yes you're right but uh <laughs> i'm not talking about that i'm talking about when he does stuff like um he's done some other action movies like standalone action movies where he's not part of a franchise and he, i think dwayne johnson's actually a really oh, yeah. good actor but jumanji but but he just has like this presence to him that like he's very he's actually like a really soft-spoken guy even though he's like a beast of a yeah. man and he's just i think he actually does have some really good talent yeah and as a service there so but in this movie like i said he's playing he's playing the john mcclain role he's playing a guy who he's a former soldier who uh goes to visit uh he's from the he's an american and he goes to visit some family in europe i think probably in london or something i remember where and uh so he meets up with his um i guess one of his best friends from the military who died under his command he went back to visit the guy's widow Mm. and the guy had a daughter so he's taking care so you know he's so of course he's he's like he's like uncle mike right was his name mike in the film what is his, how was his name? I was gonna call him Mike. I can't remember his name, but yeah. So the the daughter like refers to him as Uncle Mike. He had that kind of relationship with the family, right? So he wants to take the daughter to a soccer game as like a memory to her dad. Cause her dad always take her to games. So he got these tickets to. Um, I don't remember if it, I don't think any of the actually. You know what? Maybe the teams in the in the movie were real. I'm trying to remember if they use actually like actual like Euro or Premier League teams where they just kind of made up the names for the sake of the movie. But I feel like it might have been real. Um, so he takes them to this mat, takes the girl to this soccer match, and uh, so it's revealed that like the movie begins as most of these cheesy straight to demand movies do. It starts with a bunch of like exposition and like me- like newsreel footage, like media footage showing like a yes. like a uh, rebellion, like a civil war like going on in, in Russia. And so, so the whole movie starts with like there's this thing in uh, this these two brothers in Russia who were leading a revolution, and apparently the one brother died. And then the rebellion fell apart. The other brother got arrested for war crimes or whatever, yada, yada. So fast forward like 20 years, and now it's been revealed that the one brother who they thought was dead actually like defected to the to Europe and like became, they, they changed his identity, gave him a new, some plastic surgery and stuff like that to make him, you know, basically to hide him from his brother. So his brother now, his crazy war brother, comes looking for his, for his other brother to bring him back to Russia and restart the revolution. So that's what starts off this whole movie, basically. So the one, the one brother knows, I'm just saying brother's names. The, the brother who like the fact that his name's Dimitri. I'm trying to remember the other brother's name, Andre, I think. So like Andre goes to look for Dimitri. He, he knows his brother's going to be at this soccer stadium. They kind of, they kind of gloss over how he knows he has some Intel. He probably tortured somebody to get the information or something, but he actually, maybe they did this show at the beginning of the movie. Did they show him torturing somebody for the info? <laughs> 
God, it's so hard to remember. I only seen it like a week ago. His brother tracks him down. So anyways, what basically happens is he, uh, so the brother Andre and his team of mercenaries, probably like eight or nine guys he brings with him, they sort of like walk down the soccer stadium and uh, they plant a bunch of C4 everywhere. And they're like, you know, we're going to like they, they know the British government's hiding his brother Dimitri there. So he's basically like, tell us, tell me where my brother is or, you know, 30,000 people will die here or something. Right. So. So, of course, once Batista's character gets wind of this, he's like, you know, I'm going to go I'm gonna go rogue and take out this whole team myself. He basically pulled the John McClane role, right? You got one guy trapped in an area with a bunch of terrorists, and he's going to rogue it himself, right? Take out okay. everybody. So, I mean, the, the premise is, is straightforward. I mean, we've seen one of these types of movies before. The, the action was really good, I thought, especially because you can tell they didn't have a huge budget. Um, but they did a good job with some of the close-quarters fight scenes. Like, one scene, Batista fights a guy in, like, an elevator. Has, like, this huge scrap in an elevator. He kills a guy. Another guy, he, like, fights him in a kitchen. There's a lot of, like... But kitchens are good areas to have fights in in movies. You can you can do a lot with the um, like the, uh, the props, the props and stuff in there. Yeah, like at this point, this was like a like a big kitchen for like the food that was made for the for the soccer uh, for the the fans, right? So at one point, like the two guys, Batista's fighting the other huge guy because of course, Batista's a huge guy. You have to give him a guy who's as big or bigger than him, so mm-hmm. it feels like a he's an underdog. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so he's fighting this huge guy, and at one point, like they're fighting near this like um, a deep fryer. Okay. Oh. So like at one, oh. and so at one point, because one point like they're fighting with like a knife, and the knife gets knocked in the deep fryer, and but he's like sticks his hand in, grabs out really quick, uh, so obviously burned his hand, yes. right? But then he like uh, he stabs a knife in the other guy's throat, and then as the guy's like bleeding out, but he's takes the guy's head, just shoves it into the deep fryer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, that's a good that's a good death. Um, but no, it's it's a uh, I won't spoil the end of the movie. It's it's very predictable. You know what's going to happen. Uh, there's really no big twists here. Um, interestingly enough, too. So the other brother. Um, like there's, there's three actors that are prominently featured in the casting for this movie. Like when I saw the poster and when I saw the the cast, I'm like, okay, I like those three actors. So obviously, the one being Batista, the other one being uh, Ray Stevenson. He is the the crazy brother Andre. He's in a, he's in a lot of stuff. He was um he was in like a Punisher knockoff film. Like he's he's a, he's another like big guy, not as big as Batista, but he's like a big intimidating kind of guy. And he's 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 a decent actor. I like him too. But <laughs> what really got my attention, and I didn't think he was going to be in the movie very much. And my 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 uh, prediction was true that he wasn't. He was probably in it for like, like 10, 15 minutes at the end, but Pierce Brosnan plays the the other brother that defected Dimitri. Oh, okay. So they, they basically hide Brosnan behind a big beard and, uh, <laughs> and a corny Russian accent or whatever, but uh, I mean, it was his role and it was From fine. Russia with love. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a, uh, like I said, I watched a movie and I'm like, yeah, you know what? It was entertaining. Like, it, it, it honestly reminded me of the kind of movie that my, my dad would like. Oh, like so just, corn factor yeah, times it's, 10. Yeah, it's, it's corny, but <laughs> it doesn't have like a lot of corny one-liners or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it's just very, a very straightforward movie. Like I said, it, if you just want to watch something simple for less than two hours, turn your brain off, just watch some good action, you could do worse. It's Like I said, it's not a memorable title, unfortunately. Like, you get final score. Final score. Yeah. But uh, I did appreciate, too, like the whole... Like it having this sort of like these diehard type roles have been done so many times before. Where like one character is trapped in an area, usually a building or some other kind of secluded, uh, contained area that he he has to figure his way to get to kill his way out of. But doing it in a soccer team, like it's, it created some interesting um, ideas screenplay wise. Like uh, at one point, he uh, he has to get from like one one side of the stadium to the other in like three minutes. Something some explosion is going to go off, and like well, he's not going to be able to run across the whole stadium in that time. So. There was like, um, you know, they have security all over the stadium. Obviously, and I guess security. Well, this is probably obviously just manufactured for the sake of the movie. But security had these like little motorcycles that they would use to, to, to zip around the the concourse. So at this point, he, he grabs on his motorcycle and goes on a chase, and then the guys chase him. That's so he's like a little motorcycle chase inside the soccer stadium, <laughs> and he, he ends up all the way on the roof 
of the uh, of the stadium, and he actually has, he has to actually like you know there's like a, a little ramp, and he has to like jump across, yeah. dramatic, dramatic jump across, and it's pretty cool. It uh, yeah, good B movie. <laughs> it's one of those movies like if if Jeremy was reviewing it, yeah, he would be. It's one of those ones he'd be like. It's a good, he's like, it's a good film. Probably better if you were drunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be my recommendation. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, oh, I also started watching that other one on Netflix. On um, when did it, I think it came out on Friday. I think I started watching it on like Sunday night or something. That was it Artemis Fowl? But that's Disney. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> no, that new was a Spike Lee movie that came out on Netflix. Oh, called, right. Called uh, Five Bloods, the one about the Vietnam War. Yes. goes back to so I started watching it uh, a couple nights ago um, and I got about an hour or so in and I really liked the movie I didn't stop watching it because I was bored or anything I just I started getting tired and I'm like I don't want to like sleep through this I want to mm-hmm. like pay attention so I would say so probably about halfway through but I'd say the first half I saw is really good it's definitely uh, I got to the part where they just like now kind of got to the jungle in Vietnam uh. like the first part of the movie definitely sets up like the camaraderie the the, these these actors these characters reuniting for the first time in like you know 30 40 years or whatever um and then sort of setting up some backstory issues flashbacks and stuff about what happened in the war so it's really good it's got me invested right now i definitely want to finish watching it sometime i know the reviews are great i think on rotten tomatoes is somewhere over 90 percent um so people say it's one of spike lee's best so i'm very curious to see how that finishes out mm-hmm. um uh, I'm not gonna go into too much detail. We're only almost half an hour into this already. I didn't. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go to like the uh, the Netflix list or anything today. We'll save that for another day. You want to talk about your trailer? Uh, my, which trailer? Sorry, the one you showed me today. Oh, um, it's yeah. It's a new uh, horror film uh, being produced by uh, Blumhouse. They're uh, they're they've done tons of horror movies over the last like seven or eight years. I don't know. They were popular for doing like the. I think they produced like those Conjuring films when they came out. And what is that? The film's about like uh, like possessed people, like when oh. they have these like ex- like seances or not exorcisms. What do you call them? Um, yeah, you have these these, these like paranormal experts okay. who go to these places, and there's always like a different story for each one. But anyways, like they recently this studio they published The Invisible Man was the last one they did. I heard that was a good one. They also did that one last year called not two years ago called Upgrade. I really like that one. Where the guy has a chip in his head. Oh oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. So, anyways, this one's called um, "You Should Have Left." Uh, it's based on a book, apparently. I think it's like a Danish book or something. Um, uh, so, anyways, uh, the movie stars like Kevin Bacon and Amanda Seyfried. I think I'm saying that right. She's one of the Mean Girls. So yeah, you, no, yeah. I was like, okay. a Mean Girl. Yeah. I was just thinking. I was watching part of it the other day, and I'm like, <laughs> my gosh, what has Amanda Seyfried done since Mean Girls? Like, not like I know she's been something, but I haven't yeah. heard about her for a while. She was in Ted too. Yeah, so it was Tom <laughs> Brady. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, you should have left. Uh, it looks like it's it's a, it looks like a horror thriller film. Uh, I already mentioned who's in it. Um, yeah, the go watch the trailer if you on YouTube. I definitely recommend. It. I'm not going to get into details of the trailer here, but it really caught my attention. I like movies about like uh, not like haunted houses per se, but like when you move to a new place and something's just off with the house. Uh, you know, and there's something to do with like probably visions or, or nightmares, and you know who know who knows what's real. I mean, trailers like this are designed to to mislead you and sort of they don't want to give away the twist. They just want to mm-hmm. confuse you with a lot of disturbing imagery and make you think something's off. So but it looks good. I think it's supposed to be on dem- video. It's releasing on demand next month. I think. Oh, that's soon. Yeah. Um. And that was Amazon. You said. Well, no. So I don't like. I think it's going to be kind of the same thing as when the hunt was released oh so cineplex yeah you have to like buy it or rent, rent it, it online kind of thing yeah because universal's releasing it, i so, see yeah but theaters will be open by then 
I mean, they keep pushing back the new Christopher Nolan film by like a week at a time. So now I think right now it's at like the like July thirty thirtieth first something, yeah. and they probably will end up pushing it in August. But um, like a lot of other movies have already been moved all the way up to like October November. Yeah. Um, Mulan still has no release date. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, um, and and it's definitely a domino effect. Because a lot of movies that were already pushed out of 2020 into 2021 or uh, I'm hearing now are probably being pushed all the way to 2022 because they probably can't finish filming yeah. until end of this year or early next year so they still have to have time to wrap up and edit everything mm-hmm. so definitely gonna be yeah you're gonna see a lot more uh, movies on demand I think for the next year or so or something just getting pushed back entirely mm-hmm. although it's kind of funny I mentioned the other day that uh, was it now they so now currently uh, if the schedule holds up they're gonna have the Matrix 4 and the fourth John Wick film coming out in the same summer. I hope so. That is awesome. The summer of oh. John, the summer of summer of Keanu. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. yeah. Well, Cyberpunk is September. They should have done that too. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, at least the uh, uh, and at least for us locally and in, in where we are in in, in Niagara and in, in southern Ontario here, uh, drive-ins are opening again. Yay! Seems so good. The drive-ins are running their little double features. I think I mentioned to you last week they were. Play like a little bit of a mix of everything. Like they have, they had the new Trolls film, which has already been out on demand a couple yeah. months ago, I think. Uh, like the Bad Boys film that came out back in oh, January, yeah. I think, in theaters. They're still showing that around in the drive-in. Like they're playing stuff like E.T. They're playing some older yeah. stuff. Uh, and then they had what was the other one they were playing? Oh, The Hunt. The Hunt was yeah. one of the ones that was showing. Yeah. So I'm trying to think what stuff came out. There must have been some stuff I didn't see in theaters back in like February or March, like before the whole COVID thing really kicked in. They might start showing at the drive-ins again, but I can't recall any specific titles right now. I know there was that one terrible, I think it was February it came out. There was that one terrible Vin Diesel movie that came out and was like quickly forgotten this year called mm-hmm. The Bloodshot. Yes. It was based on a co- graphic novel or a comic or something. I watched the Cinema Sins on it uh, so the other day. you saying this year is not the year for graphic novels so far? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adaptations are not doing well so far mm-hmm. this year. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, what are we looking forward to in the next week? Anything special? I mean, next week I guess I'll be able to hopefully share some more apex news if anything special comes out tomorrow in the ea event mm. um i don't know i i mean honestly in terms of just like what's going on in like the sports world right now everybody's just kind of still waiting to figure out if mlb is gonna figure this figure their stuff out and finally get an arrangement done between the union and the mlbpa because at this point it's you know they already probably can't start till like july 20th at the earliest and trying to get in like a 60 game season well, they, well, they keep saying, like, so now they're saying, like, expanded playoffs. But they've already said they don't want the playoffs to go past October because they're worried about the second wave of COVID hitting. Plus, not to mention that the networks have already got all the playoff games booked up, like, on, on the on the stations. Yeah. Like, so they don't want to start going into November for, for playoffs. Then, of course, you got to factor in as well. Like, they pretty much all got to play in the South then. You're not going to be yeah. having snow game. Well, to be honest, with the way the weather has been in North America the last couple of years, who knows if you're going to have snow in November mm-hmm. in, on the East Coast. But, uh yeah, still, they don't be playing like thirty degree weather or whatever. So, thirty Fahrenheit, I should say, not Celsius, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be hot. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else you want to mention? Uh, talk about? Want to wrap up? No, I failed my goal of do playing Persona this week. So, <sighs> yeah, you got a nice copy of Snack World sitting there unopened. I see. Uh, I know. Yeah. My drink is. Oh, I, I alluded to it earlier. You want to quickly mention what your Animal Crossing news? What oh. you hit the jackpot? <laughs> <laughs> I use, so uh, the only thing that's really keeping me going in Animal Crossing right now is turnips. <laughs> Just playing the stock market every week with the turnips. So I use a website called Turnip Profit, and it kind of will give you a sense of what are your chances of getting a certain kind of turnip price patterns 
the following weeks or what you currently could still get through the week. So I've been using the site for a few weeks now to see when I will be losing money or when I will get a little bit of a bump. But uh, this week happened to be the week where I get a large spike in my profits. So I bought a million bells worth of turnips at the beginning of Sunday, like I do every Sunday, hoping for a big spike to happen eventually. And this week it did. So I have four million bells in the bank. And I kind of feel like after I upgrade my house twice, like I can do enough, I will have both my upgrades as of tomorrow. I kind of feel like I beat the game. <laughs> like I don't really know what's going to keep me going after that. Like I, I guess I have two more fossils to get for the museum. Uh, so and fill, fill out your critterpedia or whatever. I keep yeah, pitching. I'm missing like two sharks right now. That's all I'm missing for June. Like, and then I'll have caught everything. And stuff yeah, like you're that. happy with all your villagers right now? You want? Yeah, well, I would like more cats, <laughs> and I, but I can't get anybody to move in because every time a camp a villager comes into the campsite, I lose every single game. <laughs> I have won one game for a shirt. I think every other time, if they want to move in, they're like, "It was a spade, not a heart." Every time, so nobody's ever moving in anyways that I want. So that's just it's SOL. So I don't know. I will, I'll still probably play it every day until I finish the museum uh but i don't know it's just kind of a habit now more than fun to do until maybe a new event will bring me back in or something because i'm there's still a lot of stuff i feel is missing so i would like to uh i would like to come back please <laughs> that's it cool <laughs> is it it's kind of sad yeah. i'm kind of sad it's over i mean what drew you into the other Animal Crossing games in the past when you played them over and over, you know, for months on end? They had gyroids to collect. They mm. had more random events like workouts at 6 a.m. that you had to show up for. Like, this doesn't have that. This has go do wedding photos for a month that are severely boring. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, I have a reminder set every day to go do the wedding photos. And I'm just like, I really don't care. I don't care at all. So I need better events. And I need more stuff to collect. Or you just play other games. No. <laughs> Animal Crossing, like, I just, I, it's just a habit. Well, no, I'm not saying stop not playing Animal Crossing. I'm just saying maybe spend your time with playing other games that you're in the middle of or want to play. Eh. Crazy concept, right? Eh. Yeah. Okay. Eh. I'll just go and get some, uh, go find Wisp and get his mm. pieces back or go find a, what is it, Starfall or whatever. Okie doke. Well... <laughs> Thanks for your little Animal Crossing rant there. You're welcome. Uh, I think we're going to wrap up now. And hopefully next next week, I'm trying to think of something interesting to talk about next week. Not not that today wasn't interesting, but I just I want to have more of a focus on the topic next week. Understood. Maybe something new that we haven't really discussed well, yet. Well, PS5 stuff is new. Yeah. We didn't really have a lot to riff off of today. You know, just well, besides somebody lost their list. Well, to be honest, my list just had like cheat notes on of what I already discussed. Like just basically mentioning whether each title is like a sequel or what kind of... Yeah, I really... I watching those like other indie titles that you were mentioning just mm -hmm. none of them none of them popped out at me like you just literally all blended together so it's, I need I need some more than a 32 second per minute trailer to put in my brain okay, well hey thanks everybody for listening hope you're staying safe out there and we will see you next week boys bye